if that's the picture that, that people have in their head about what happened at Facebook, what's the real difference? What, what is the biggest difference about what actually happened? I mean, where do you want to start? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Loosely Based, the podcast where we tell you what's real and what's fake about Based on the True Story movies. I'm Ben Castleman. I'm Dana Cooperberg. And I'm Corey Borgman. Now let's talk that talk. Yeah, yeah maybe you got yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We have an incredibly special guest in the studio. We have a podcast prodigy. He started not one, not two, but three podcasts in his time at Northwestern University. He's now working for Planet Money. Welcome, Shane McKeon. Hi. Hey. It's very nice. I don't know if I'm a prodigy, but I... <laughs> it's, it's high praise. All right, I guess Shane, we'll find out. Get to the good stuff. If there was a baseball and true story movie about your life, who would play you and who would play your love interest? Um, Paul Dano and Saoirse Ronan. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Quick with the answer. <laughs> I'd watch it. Can you describe those people for me? Paul. You don't know Saoirse? Paul is a little obscure. Paul Dano. Oh, Saoirse. Her name is not spelled like it sounds. Yeah, that's yes, definitely yes, a yes, thing yes, that, yes. yeah. Okay, yes. Amazing. Paul Dano was... He's in Little Miss Sunshine as the brother that doesn't speak. And then, yes, he's done more stuff now that he's like a proper adult. I can absolutely see this for yeah. you. This week, we are examining the social network. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles. I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. The site got 2,200 hits within two hours. Thousand. 22,000. This idea is potentially worth millions of dollars. Millions? You stole our website. They're saying we stole the Facebook. I know what it says. So did we. A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. You're going to get left behind. It's moving faster than any of us ever imagined it would behind. Let's sue him in federal court. As we discussed on the last episode, it was a big contention in the Oscars that year against the King speech. But as we know, it lost. Mm. Um, And that's my relation to the movie. Dana? I have a similar relationship to the movie. I saw it when it first came out because it was a thing. And then I saw it again. And I feel that it is a really different experience watching it now than it would have been in 2010. Yeah. Because you changed because that. Facebook's changed. Oh, my God. Both of us. Great. <laughs> <laughs> ben, your relation to the movie. I think mine also centers somewhat around its like acclaim. I think I'm part of the not overwhelming, but I would say significant camp that thinks this is like one of the best movies of the decade. Wow. Sorkin v. Fincher at at their best. Sorkin's only Oscar win and Fincher's only Golden Globes win. He did not win the Oscar. <laughs> no, uh, notably did not win the like, Oscar. Yeah, it's my only Golden Globe win. Um, I saw it in theaters... I think it's like really riveting and like hard to turn off, but mm. has some glaring issues for sure. Cool. Mm. Shane? Um, I actually, it's funny. I have no memory of watching the movie in a theater, but I have a very strong memory of seeing the trailer in a theater mm-hmm. because in some ways the trailer is almost more cinematic and larger than life than the movie. I mean, just like you just heard the trailer, right? And it's got that the Radiohead cover in it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think it's one of the more beautifully produced trailers of, I would say, I don't know if I would put the movie in the top of the decade. I would say that trailer is definitely in my top trailer. Okay, so Shane has only watched the trailer. (laughs) That's how we're going to discuss if Mark Zuckerberg is real or not. He's the historian, so that's okay. Yeah, let's get into that. Before we discuss further into the social network, our roles. Shane, not only a guest, is... The historian. The Ooh. first ever guest historian. That means mm-hmm. he knows all the true facts. Any questions we have will be answered by him. I know most of the true facts. Okay. 
There's going to be a lot of dispute. I mean, so we'll oh, get into this, wait. but there's a lot that's disputed. So yeah. we're going to be in the fun. I imagine there are at least two parties who have differing <laughs> thoughts. The two Winklevoss twins yeah. to one another. <laughs> <laughs> Which gets to my role. Oh, okay. I am I am the Winklevoss expert. We need that. That's right, everyone. The people I asked for only it. researched the Winklevosses. Which so I, how do you properly say their last name then? Winklevoss. I think I said Winklevoss a lot, but that's really on me. <laughs> yeah, you say Winklevoss, I believe. But anyway, that's just one morsel of the Winklevoss facts I have for all of you. So Great, I'm Benjamin. I'm the Hollywood insider. Um, I know all the behind-the-scenes action. Great. Corey, what you got? I'm the big Dumbo. I yeah. watched the movie, took some notes, and that's it. And I, I mean, like, yes, I used Facebook probably 50 <laughs> times in the last week because work can be boring. I have a big question. Okay, Bring let's it. get a big, a big boy. Yeah. Eric Albright, off. is she real? <gasps> no. Ah! Nothing? Well, why don't I? Here, here's a good place to start. Yes. So that's from the very first scene in the movie. Yes. So before the first scene mm-hmm. in the movie, I just want to say a little bit about the source material for the movie. <gasps> so this movie is based on a quote unquote nonfiction book by a man named Ben Mesrick. I think is how you say his name, and it's called The Accidental Billionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about The Accidental Billionaires that you have to know is when it came out, a lot of the the people who reviewed it kind of pointed out that a lot of it was maybe not entirely actually journalism and kind are, of are we talking like Michael Wolf or I would say a little I would more journalism. I would that. say less journalism than Michael Wolf. Less um, journalism. Yeah. Oh, the boy. problem I with had no idea. Well, the book is based on the author's interviews with Eduardo Saverin. Just Eduardo. Just Eduardo. Mark Zuckerberg did not talk to this author. I will say that Eduardo Saverin does come off the best of anyone. So it's not super surprising that it is fully from his perspective. Right. Um, And it just does not paint Zuckerberg very well. And now this guy is writing the book. And even before the book is released, he's sending drafts of the book to Aaron Sorkin. And what you have to understand about Aaron Sorkin is that he... And you can see it this in a ton of interviews he did back then and since. He's n- very much not a fan of the internet or social media. Mm. Um, he's very critical <laughs> of it. He is definitely kind of huh. like old man shaking hand at cloud is the <laughs> way he comes off. The other thing that happens is Mark Zuckerberg refuses to um, basically... Involve himself. Yeah, to yeah. coordinate with the team. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes, but I guess we'll come back to that. So Saverin is the only one who works with the filmmakers, which is why other journalists who have written more, um, shall we say, faithful, truthful accounts of Facebook say that Andrew Garfield playing Eduardo in this movie is actually pretty close to the real world Eduardo. So what you basically have is you have a book that's kind of based on a true story, and then you have Sorkin taking it and putting his kind of Sorkin-y twist on it, where he's got his own grudge and he also needs to ascribe... He also needs to make everyone talk as fast as anyone's ever I mean, spoken yeah, in their style. entire Totally. Yeah. So alongside Sorkin's bias of not liking Facebook, and this is going to yeah. get to Erica Albright. Mm. It's very difficult to make coding interesting and like base mm. a movie on it. So true. So I think what he and Fincher decided is that you needed some other motivation to kind of make the Mark Zuckerberg character work. And so that, I think, brings us to Erica Albright. They, I mean, the whole framing of the movie, kind of the way that it starts is... I'm with this girl who doesn't exist in real life, um, who, who dumps me, um, which has happened in real life a lot. Um, and, um, and, and, and basically, they frame it as if the whole reason for making Facebook and building something was because I wanted to get girls or wanted to get into some kind of social institution. Ugh, do I love Mark Zuckerberg now? <laughs> I think no. you, I okay. think you love him. I don't. <laughs> so Erica Albright isn't... It's totally fake. Erica Albright does not exist. Not only that, but Mark Zuckerberg was... Dude. The whole idea that Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook to get girls or because he hated women or however you want to construe the movie, Yeah, he was dating 
Priscilla Chan, the woman he's married to now, Mm. before he built the Facebook. Oh. So it's like... Okay, listen, Corey. I'm a huge fan of Mark Zuckerberg now. Aaron Sorkin did it wrong. Zuckerberg 2020, baby! (laughs) No! Face Mash is 100% real. Okay, he sucks. Yes, right. He was definitely... He's like... I mean, you can just tell if you ever see a video of him. He's a very awkward guy. No, no, no. I think yeah. I will though say that his portrayal in the movie I thought was like actually like awkward was just not the word I would really use for it. Like every time I, I've seen agree, him, he's yeah. like truly like in real life or like speaking to Congress or whatever. He's like this bizarre <laughs> like buttoned up robo dude. Yeah. Yes, and I was like that. Wh- who? Where's he? Yeah. I was like, let me see that because that's the only thing that I know to be true. Right. Yeah. Um, well, true Zuck. Yeah. Well, Fincher and so and Sorkin did not care about portraying them. I guess besides Eduardo, <laughs> as like they actually were. Like Sean Parker is nothing like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> really? That's, yeah. Yeah. That um, is oh, again uh, only disappointing because I was grew like, such like love hate. Oh. <laughs> hate, hate yeah. I grew such hate, and like it's hard once you've already developed a hate that you feel committed to. You don't really want to let it go. Yeah, mm. you might know this, Dana, but the Winklevi really liked this movie. Oh, the Winklevi had a great time. The time out is the Winklevi the actual plural yeah. of Winkle? Well, wait a minute. Actually, in my uh, in my course of research, actually, the, my favorite thing I came across was that Zuckerberg, who at Phillips Exeter, where he went to high school, studied classics. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he actually the Winklevi is what he. That is how he referred okay, to the Winklevoss twins. I mean, that's not. But that's I mean, that's not, not I think no, the, I know. Right. I like it. I'm not against it. The Winklevoss twins. The Winklevi like would not call themselves the Winklevoss twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the twins Winklevoss. <laughs> <laughs> the twins do Winkle. <laughs> um, what was the question associated with that about them? Oh, they loved they, the movie. They, loved they the really. They, they so thought they it was fabulous. Have, yeah, they, they, they like. They didn't. Yeah, they, they came off as hot army they hammer. Didn't, yeah, but yeah. all of the like articles that I read were like the Winklevoss twins were portrayed as like beefy douchebags who like wanted yeah. to steal a nerd's money or whatever. Yes, they, but yeah, like they that, were. I know they were. But like to me in the movie, they they came off okay. They came off as like maybe they were beefy whatever dudes trying to steal nerds' money. But like. They, they also like gross-ish. felt they all yeah. I mean, if you if you know beefy dudes like that, they think that's the good way to be. So right. that's probably like right. They were like, yeah, what are you talking like, about? Oh I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually let's gut these nerds. Let's, let's gut, gut this nerd. So Eric Albright doesn't exist. Does Mark yes. Zuckerberg's famous blog exist? Yes. Yeah. I think this movie has had like a hum- humongous cultural impact in like the way people see fa- have seen Facebook or did around mm-hmm. the time of 2010 yeah. Yeah. to the next three four years. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that like I feel like not everyone knows, but are general true true knowledge about like mm-hmm. the history of Facebook that people learned through this movie. And one of the things that one of the biggest things that was mentioned in like the Congress and Senate hearings was about face mash and about like the blog, which like I'm pretty sure the farm animals thing is real. Yeah. They had my blog. I shouldn't have written that thing about the farm animals. That was stupid. But I was kidding for God's sakes. Doesn't anybody have a sense of humor? How do you do this thing where you manage to get all girls to hate us? Why do I let you? I can't do that. The Senate did really poorly with questioning him, but the con- Congress was just making the point that, like, he didn't make this website necessarily to, like, connect everyone no. and, yeah. like, be the, like, be this virtuous guy who just wanted you to see, like, your aunt's new baby or yeah. something. Yeah. He, like, he, like, made face mash, like, wrote a a blog, like, okay, comparing yeah, women to women. Was it that famous, though, that... People at another college would be like, Erica, did you just read this? Zuck just wrote you on the blog. Mm. Which was crazy. They went yeah, to like, a different I mean, school. Who cares if it's in Boston, if you have inter-social friends? No, like, that w- yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's no. not so unbelievable to me. Blah, I never did a blog. I super flagged that as well. Oh. Just this time watching the movie. If your best girlfriend, who's with a no, dude. No, 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 no. Oh. 
the guys come in that but scene. But yeah, okay, fine. The That's roommate can yeah. be read it because she knows. Dates That's what it, I'm saying. But there were people down their hall in the dorm room that go, ooh, and they like show to the bra. Oh, yeah, like, that was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's was no, there's no way people are reading Mark Zuckerberg, who is not famous at all's blog yeah. at BU, unless they're like Erica Albright. That's fair. Girlfriend. That's what I was thinking it was. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember the bra people. So but again, many. anything that goes down the Erica Albright rabbit hole is kind of instantly like got it you know what i mean like it's theoretic like so right. what do we know the catalyst for face smash well there wasn't really one There's i think well i think sounds like misogyny well, <laughs> i think so if you want to give zuckerberg a really charitable treatment here which we don't have to but Corey does i think uh <laughs> zuck, but also zuck 2020 i think the thing with with face smash the question of like why did he build face mash it's just like the difference between mark zuckerberg the character played by jesse eisenberg and mark mm-hmm. zuckerberg the real life person who runs facebook in the real world is kind of like the thing i think that's like the most interesting question um and i think with face mask i i just think mark zuckerberg in real life was a college kid who liked building stuff but he just didn't care about the ethical questions yeah. behind building stuff i think that's still kind of the case with facebook yeah. and still doesn't yeah, yeah it it's just like you like build the thing and thought. it's and it's like i'm interested in just building this thing and i'm gonna see what happens but then you never and really like that's just kind of the silicon valley yeah ethos more broadly I hate tech. it's such a big disconnect from i think the way that people who make movies think about what we do in silicon valley building stuff right like they just can't wrap their head around the idea that someone might build something because they like building things <laughs> Okay, technology sucks. <laughs> Luck- yeah. Luckily, that what face mash wasn't up for very long. Did it really crash? It. So there? my sense is it did not quote unquote crash Harvard servers, but it did slow down Harvard servers. That's still pretty impressive. What creates up? Did he hack into the system to get everyone's photos? Yeah. Okay. What I think is that. like he's a smart guy. Impressive <laughs> out of grossness. What's funny about having done the research for this is like so much of the details of this time in the in the real world narrative have to be reconstructed from Harvard Crimson articles. Mm. So it's just like I was going through and as someone who like worked at a daily college newspaper, it's just like <laughs> so interesting to me that these events that ended up having tens of billions of dollars in consequences yeah. you can kind of the evidence starts in the Came pages of like the harvard the crimson being like, totally i've got a scoop yeah it's like <laughs> right it's like some totally it's like some freshman reporter goes out and goes and quotes it's like quote yeah. unquote sophomore mark zuckerberg said yeah. and so you have to just keep in mind my point yeah. is just like dude was 19 years old which is to not excuse any of the decisions he made because he was an adult, but there are like degrees to which you're an adult, right? Like if you're 19, that's different from being a 34 year old. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is to not excuse oh what he God. did, but we it's just to say, apologist. Oh right. <laughs> no, I'm saying he like he should. No, it's okay. gross what he did okay. as an adult. Okay, cool. I think the broader thing with that is then when you look at what Facebook is now, it's like that's still fundamentally the thing that a 19 year old built. You know what yeah. I mean? No, it, it just got scaled up. It's impressive, and that's but why gross. I was so much more into it when I was nineteen, and now yeah. into Facebook or into the movie? Into Facebook. But that <laughs> Facebook has changed since when we were so true. Or book. or have we changed? Okay. <laughs> every Facebook has every message, every wall post, every like, every oh. like everything you've ever done. They have it. They know more about you than probably you know anyone in your life knows you about yourself. <laughs> that does you got bring it. us to the point of like there was a. Because they were making a movie about Facebook, they did foreshadow a little bit of like the years after years of of scandals that Facebook has gone through. Mm-hmm. And like like Shane said, they know truly everything about your life. Like they created a business to sell like your data. Yeah, they hit yeah. that um, very subtly. But like now were, that our ears are like so attuned to yeah. that. Yeah. There were a couple lines. I think Eduardo has a line that where he says there was nothing to hack. People are giving away their yes, info yes, for yes. free. Yeah. And then so, I don't remember who says it, but I wrote it down. Someone says private behavior is a relic of a time gone by. Yeah. Wow. The line that stood out to me this time was in the Winklevi are arguing about whether or not to sue Winklevi plus um, the third. What's yeah. his name? I yeah. Also, Divya. Divya. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the f- it's the first day after Facebook goes live, and is the Crimson Reports. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. all those are real. Continue. Um, 
the Crimson reported that like 650 people signed up on the first day, and one of the Winklevi says like I couldn't get 600. I, I couldn't I couldn't give drugs to 650. Yeah, 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 to 650 people for free, which mm-hmm. I think is just like mm-hmm. you know I don't know if they meant it then, but I just hear that and I'm like the thing about Facebook also is just like the neuro chemical yeah. stuff you get addicting and you like have to be on it right yeah totally it's like, oh, my friends are on it. which do doesn't exact this movie doesn't exactly get into that but i think like anyone our age i think kind of the the comparisons to smoking have become a thing in the last two years mm. um yeah okay. i don't know back to the story because yeah. i want to know how much this is real yeah they make this face mash thing mm-hmm. um does eduardo write the equations on the windows you don't have to know that. That's that my favorite I don't scene. Know. No, I yeah, love when is, people yeah. do that. I'm like, ah, nah. Like, it's wow. so like, why did he write? Like, that means nothing. It's like, we're going to do something. Do, do, do. I uh, love it. I'm happy that you um, that. The equation Eduardo. is real. The equation is definitely, it's Wait, a real. One, two, three. The How chicken. rich is Eduardo? Oh. <laughs> Eduardo is very rich. So here's the, okay. So I mentioned earlier, Ben Mesrick's book is called The Accidental Billionaires. Got it. Mm. So. Eduardo does get squeezed out of Facebook in real, real world yes. life. Part of that is because he didn't go out to Palo Alto with the team. He stayed mm-hmm. in New York and kind of got yes. left behind. Eduardo yes. does end up suing Facebook and he walks away from the lawsuit with a 6.5% share, I believe oh, is the number. One of my questions was going to be how much was his, were his shares diluted? You were told that if new investors came How much along- were your shares diluted? How much were his? What was Mr. Zuckerberg's ownership share diluted down to? It wasn't. What was Sean Parker's ownership share diluted down to? It wasn't. What was Peter Thiel's ownership share diluted down to? It wasn't. And what was your ownership share diluted down to? 0.03%. I think they were diluted a lot, and then in the lawsuit he got it back. So... To answer your question, I checked before I came here. Eduardo Saverin today, I think, is worth about $8 billion. No, no, okay, yes. But, but before, from, he that, was really he rich. grew up rich. Because yeah. he's the one who's like, he's from a you really want money? Wealthy. Yes. You want more? <laughs> Fine. But like, never was like, you don't work. He's from a really wealthy Brazilian family. Got it. Yeah, for Eduardo sure. Eduardo Saverin. But the, the whole accidental billionaires thing, he is like the, he's like the only accidental billionaire. Because mm. he okay. kind of like didn't actually... Harvard. Like kind of sort of helps. They have yeah. these final clubs. Yes. Okay. Damn, you, you're firing them off. <laughs> it's so much. Well, now I'm like, nothing's real. I love is it. everything yeah. real? No. That, There's just so much to fact check in Aaron the, Sorkin. The screenplay. skeleton is real. Yes. I agree. The skeleton of the movie is real. Yeah. Like, but the fun details. Did Sorkin make yeah. them up? Or are we, like, like, I okay. want to know about yes. this chicken. Did the finals club haze him by having to him carry around a chicken for a whole week? Because that is crazy. The, and I'm not the chicken, the, the truth of the chicken story is kind of complicated. Um, but there is a truth to the story. You, you did it. I knew you did it. You planted that story about the chicken. I didn't plant the story about the chicken. What's he talking about? You had me accused of animal cruelty. Seriously, what the hell's the chicken? And I'll bet what you hated the most is that they identified me as a co-founder of Facebook, which I am. You better lawyer up, asshole, because I'm not coming back for 30%. I'm coming back for everything. What what club was Eduardo in? He was in the Phoenix. The Phoenix, yeah. It is true that the Phoenix Club forced its members to carry around a chicken and then they were accused of forced cam- cannibalism. I love it. That incident was covered in the Harvard Crimson. Of course. But that story was before Facebook. <gasps> and Eduardo was not mentioned in the story. Got it. So it wasn't Eduardo, but like he his... took truce of the chickens and put it on him. Okay, now we got into my movie notes where the Winklevoss twins, the Winklevies. I keep putting a V at Perked the beginning. <laughs> the Whatever, Winklevoss. I like it. It's cute. Um... And they come into the movie. So now I got questions about this. Yeah, boy. Were they that identical? Yeah, they're literally... Obviously, Army Hammer is the same no, no, no. person. I have actually some good quotes about their identicalness. Go. Okay, first of all, yes, they are that identical. They are like... They look exactly the same. Do Here's, they sound... Did you watch an interview with them? Yeah, they sound like... they. I mean, they don't sound like... Because that's what threw me off the... That's, they're more... They're more masculine, I would say, than Army Hammer. More masculine? More masculine. Like, broader jaw. They're huge. Broader shoulders. Oh. They're In six fact, foot um, five. But are their they're voices monsters. as masculine yes. as Army Hammer? Yes. Uh, like, maybe more so. Damn, I'm hot. Sorkin okay. and Fincher 
We'll take a deep dive into how they worked the Winglevoss into the movie, <laughs> yeah. but they spent a really long time looking for two six five two twenty <laughs> twins that they, were also actors. Got it. And then they just decided, oh, we'll just do Army Hammer twice. That's the only thing that annoyed me. Uh, we're gonna get into okay, it. but like visually twice. Um, but it was just that annoyed me that I was like, oh, it's the exact same voice. Where it's like it could just be the same person just saying multiple like having right. a conversation no, with themselves. No, they're really. But is their voice that it was like I mean, too robotic to me? But I mean, it it, I I mean I don't know them that well. I imagine if I was good friends with them, I would be able to tell the differences in their voice. But at this point, I can't. Got it. Now here's the quote I have about them being identical. It's from the New York Times. It says their <laughs> twins ide- the twins are identical right down to their entrees. A pair of lobster rolls with potato chips. Each has an espresso. <laughs> Neither eats the biscotti it comes with. This is just like <laughs> I worked with twins That's like so this. Funny. We called them the twin turns. They dress My... the exact same every day. And if one got a Starbucks drink, the other one had to get a Starbucks drink. So the exact same order. So you know what? People are this identical. My freshman year roommates, people could not. Roommate. Roommates? You I lived I, with I, twins? No. Are you the Winklevi third? No, I, yeah, kind of. I lived with a twin who yes. was, they were both over six feet, over 200 pounds. Both went to Northwestern? Yeah. I will say, cl- as somebody who lived in the, the same dorm, we called them the Winklevi. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were, they were called the Jewish Winklevi by like many people on campus. Would you guys like to know just very quickly what the difference between the Winklevi's were? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because we're on it. Um, Cameron is a lefty. Tyler's right-handed. <gasps> That's pretty big. Cameron wears Adidas. Tyler wears suede nope. sneakers. Tyler <laughs> is a film bus. He'd like... Oh. Bus? <laughs> He's a film bus. He's a film buff. He'd like to produce someday. Whereas Cameron seems more interested in music and books. And then the next... This is a How line directly lines? from Cameron. Okay. When we look in the mirror, we don't see the same person. Well, that's fair. I know, but isn't that crazy <laughs> that he said that? Like it was worth saying oh. <laughs> that when he looks in the mirror, he doesn't see the same like, person. Like, his, like that, they're so similar that that even has to be mentioned. His, yeah, his point is that he would think people would think that they like confuse see the, themselves uh, yeah, yeah. in each that other. They don't know each. They don't know themselves well enough to. They tell don't know them themselves apart. apart. Like, that's crazy that he said that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I literally, like, read that line and my jaw dropped. I was like, okay. I, I have never. Want to hear my first opinion of the Winklevoss in this movie, which is thus also my opinion of them in real life? Yes. This is how I if go into a base on a true movie. Mm-hmm. I wrote down. The Winklevoss twins have death fucked one another, in parentheses, <laughs> or at least with one girl, in parentheses, dot, dot, dot. And if they looked like ARMY, I'd be into it. <laughs> and I stand by While it. we're on the topic of ARMY. Yes. It works. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so were they that big of, like, assholes? Would I see the real Winklevoss twins and I'd be like, they've death fucked one another? Yes. I have yes. seen the real Winklevoss twins. <gasps> In the what? flesh? In the scenario in my mind? No. <laughs> uh, not in a dream at um, Super Bowl 46. What? Like up close or like were they on the, on the field? Pretty up close. I w- it was like after the Giants had won. So I was like running all over the place. And then I like legitimately pointed at them and yelled like the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> the real Winklevoss twins. Because I was like so h- high off of like the Giants winning. The thing yeah. is, there there was another thing in the article that's like, you're never going to like run into the Winklevosses, like even having maybe never seen them before. You're going to be like, are those the, Winkle, the Winklevoss twins? Because they're two, six, because, five twins. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and they two, go six, people, everywhere one, together. One, six, five twins. They like live their lives I'm together. six, five, two, twenty, and there's two of me. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Also great. <laughs> they didn't invent facebook in case anyone was under the impression that they did they just they had an idea that was super derivative of friendster and or myspace and then they just said we're gonna make sure people use a harvard.edu email which was already sort of a thing at other ivy league schools that you needed Mm. this email domain to do it so they are not like the movie kind of does a good job but there are times in the movie that's why they love the movie they definitely suit yeah and they won they settled they settled for, for an, an undisclosed, undisclosed amount, amount. of yes. 65 million, million is 
the, the undisclosed, undisclosed later yeah. and like you there was an interview which, of them right, where they which, were like Matt Lauer uh, yeah where Matt Lauer's <laughs> like well so was it 65 million and they're like we cannot say but the sources have said and Matt Lauer so so what it was 65 million and they're like and we cannot say <laughs> yeah which um, is a a parking ticket or whatever Rashida Jones character yeah. says right. so Mark Zuckerberg was being brought on board, though, and they did have, like, email correspondence, I guess. Right. So the true, the move, so, like, there. Okay, now, do you honestly think that Mark Zuckerberg steal, stole your idea for Facebook? Uh, we, we absolutely do do think that. We've, we've said that much under oath, and we've been in protracted uh, litigation for six years. And it, it's, it's important to recognize that it's not just a stealing of an idea. But it's a sabotaging of uh, our partnership, our, our website. We worked with Mark for three, three months, and he, uh, he let us on. He strung us out so he could get uh, a competing product there first. So it's not just two different ideas on the other side of a con- on the country. It's actually a, team, a teammate of ours we're working with who sabotages the product. There is a, right. There is a way you can watch the movie and think the Winklevoss invented Facebook. What actually happened is they had this idea and they reached out to Mark Zuckerberg. And Zuckerberg heard the idea and thought to himself, "This is a very half-baked idea." Like it was just kind of like, it, again, it was very much like the other platforms of the time, plus the Harvard.edu thing. So Zuckerberg had a better idea. That's true. What's also true is Zuckerberg pretty intentionally led them on and didn't. Uh, communicate with them for a very long time okay so that's the the i believe was it at all out of spite like in the movie when they were like you have to get your reputation back so what what's come out i think in 2012 or 13 was business insider somehow got their hands on mark zuckerberg's private im messages um which if you want to read those it's a hell of a good time and it's great what's crazy about those messages is um (laughs) as we've kind of said, real life Mark Zuckerberg is not very much like Jesse Eisenberg. Like real life Mark Zuckerberg is honestly more like a Jeb Bush type. Like he's just kind of awkward, but he seems generally kind of unassuming and nice. But I want to, I have a thought. Facebook exclamation. Which is something really interesting (laughs) that somebody said to me yesterday, which was because I said that. I was like, I just don't see mark zuckerberg like that and they were totally. like no but like we only see like mark zuckerberg doesn't go into public unless he's yeah. like on, on one platform. trying to like mm-hmm. give something but like he's done a lot of scummy things that indicate that like in private he's probably not so creepy yeah. uh, robot man who like has never taken a shit in his life you know totally if you read those ims they read a lot more like jesse like, yes, I-, I have shit the the IMs read a lot more like Jesse Eisenberg's That's character in that movie. That's what I'm thinking. I think when somebody said this to me last night, I was like, I think you're right. Like, I think that like yeah, it's all right. Probably... We're back to fuck Zach. Uh, yes. I am like full. They're just a lot more. I don't just... know how you couldn't be fucking. I up. know he sucked. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Sorkin made him even worse. That's probably. But everyone. It sucks. seems like he may have made him worse before we all knew that he was worse. Yeah. You know, like he is that true. bad, yeah. and Sorgi yeah. just made him that bad before we knew he was that bad. Got I don't know that he's actually he's not. I don't think he's bad in the way that, like, I, again, I think my biggest the I think the biggest thing about the movie that is not true is I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is motivated by the things that Jesse Eisenberg's character is motivated by. I don't think he built Facebook because he was dumped by a girl. Yeah, there's no call right, and he was totally with Priscilla. I don't think he's that outwardly hostile. I think he's actually just motivated by building things, and that's a very difficult thing to make compelling in a movie. He just doesn't, it seems, think very hard about the ethics of building those things, and, yeah. and that's sort of in the movie. Right, but, but I feel like there ha- it has to be a little deeper than like just building things. You know, yeah. like I totally I get that, but like there's an element of like he's not building like prosthetic robot arms he's right. building mm-hmm. a social network like there's there's an implication she just said the movie title we're done <laughs> baby hello <laughs> mic drop <laughs> no i feel like the thing that he built and the, the things that he's built like yes i, I don't know it feel there's it's sinister he's a sinister little rat okay can can I, yeah okay. and yeah. just on that point just I don't know when I was going to throw these two little fun facts in there. 
But just for some real world kind of numbers, at the end of the movie, it says, and this was 2010, that 500 million people were on Facebook, which at the time would have made it the third largest country in the world. Now, 2.2 billion people are on Facebook, which... Makes it the largest country in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, the New Yorker, the New Yorker did the yeah, best. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> right. The New Yorker kind of recently, um, it's made the point, and I thought it was a good one. It's like it's too big to be a country, and it's better understood as having the same number of people who practice Christianity in the world. Ah, true. true, true. Yeah. Um, and kind, yeah. And I think that's kind of an interesting. Well, they like sell weapons or like airplanes. Okay. Back to the movie. I don't need to discuss the niceness of Facebook in the modern day. So if we were like really stripping down the movie outline, all of the kind of events happen in that order and like all of those events with those people happen, correct? Yeah. I I mean, there's a ton of flashbacks and flash forwards, obviously. Uh But yeah, I think the general plot points actually happen yeah okay all right then let's get back to questions okay let's jump a little ahead to the introduction of sean parker it's like you're throwing the greatest party on campus and someone saying it's got to be over by 11 that's exactly right you don't even know what the thing is yet how big it can get how far it can go this is no time to take your chips down a million dollars isn't cool you know what's cool you a billion dollars did they really run into him? It's so corny. You it can't have, be true. What? At the, when they when order I, the apple is, No, this is in California. Yes. When like... In California. Oh, oh when he's Sean Parker is their neighbor. Yeah, and he's neighbor. like, what? Uh, You're here? It's so corny. I was like, this is that's actually gotta be the most insane of insane things. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, yeah, so that's a no. That's I have yeah, it's a lot of Sean Parker questions, though. One, did he have a reputation for hooking up with younger girls? Because they... Cause also, Eduardo, isn't that... I. Uh, and the the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey is the girl he hooks yeah, up Dakota with. Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Oh, so funny. Not Dakota Fanning. Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Johnson. I don't know. No. Um. Also, you knew she went to Stanford because her shirt and her underwear is Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. I yeah. hate when I go to college and I only wear my Northwestern <laughs> underwear. <laughs> he was in fact arrested for possession of cocaine, and at the time oh. when he was arrested for that, he was with an underage girl. And he did leave the Facebook shortly after that. I love that scene because he is on his body. He has his inhaler, his EpiPen, and his cocaine because he's like, cool, but he's also a nerd. Also speaking speaking of uh, cameos, the coke scene has Caleb Landry Jones, who is the brother in Get Out. um, He was in Friday Night Lights. He was in um, Three Billboards. Some of our listeners will think that's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, Sean Parker. Yes. Uh, be dirty. Was yeah, he, probably. what type of player was he in making Facebook and also like. Did he live with them? Did he tell them to drop the the? Yes. That's the that's biggest my, question. Uh, that's, his, bi- that's his biggest foil into the stories. And yeah. they say that we're like. Drop the the. 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 They were like, yeah. his it's biggest Facebook now. He's right. He owned Mark after that dinner. He picked up the check, he told Mark they'd talk again soon, and he was gone. But not before he made his biggest contribution to the company. Drop the the, just Facebook. It's cleaner. Shit. I think so. You think he told them to drop the the? It was I think so. I honestly, Facebook that's originally. such a big thing that I, I have no idea. Like, I almost feel like if it wasn't true... Like, they said it's it as true. such a declarative statement, like, before he gave his biggest contribution, and they flashed to that scene of him oh, being like, true. drop yeah. the the, that I was like, I feel like that has to be true, but I, yeah. I guess if we I don't think know. it was called the Facebook. It was. Oh, oh yeah, it was. And he told them, yeah. okay. Also, what bothered me at that scene when they're at the bar, like, having a meeting with him, but though at a bar, is that they're sitting, like, three on one side, and then him on the other side. Oh, like, like, this, this is uncomfortable like, at a like, restaurant. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like... Brenda Song, what do you want to drink? Apple teeny. Okay, we're all drinking apple teenies, baby. Which, yes, Which Beth, bring- what do you want to talk about apple teenies? Yo, do we know if Eduardo had like a psycho girlfriend who lit a fire on his bed? I want to get to that, but let's get to apple teenies first. Mark Zuckerberg. that's my bone to pick. Said he wasn't going to watch the movie. Eventually, he mm. took he took, mm. he took some <laughs> co-workers to the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't know what an apple teeny was. Yep. <laughs> Drank an apple teeny after the movie, loved it, oh, and no. like made it the official drink no, of Facebook. That's the most embarrassing yeah. thing I have ever heard in my life. Not because apple teenies are weird or bad, just like the whole thing. It's like that thing of like tr- taking something that like isn't cool, yeah. like going to a movie that's roasting you, and then like trying to own it by like co opting a minor thing like an apple teeny. Yeah. That like ugh, anyway, mm-hmm. I. I what is in an apple teeny? Apple and martini, like flavor. Like it's just, it's sweeter. I, I yeah, it's know. a sweet drink. Girls like it apparently, according to every fucking movie. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, he did. So one other just pretext that Zuckerberg did not plan to see the movie at one point. Before the movie came out, the New Yorker profile never planned to. No, 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 no. Yeah, sitting at like uh, his like on the plane, and it was the only thing playing. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it." (laughs) He told the New Yorker on the record, "I'm not going to see the movie." And then at some point, I can't say why. Probably because it was a critical smash. And I would, as a narcissist, you want to see a movie about you as a human. Don't you? If so, if there was a portrayal of you, oh my god, I'd be like, oh well, it shaped. What a lot of people thought of him yeah. at the time, like he, like yeah. from and a now. PR, from like a know. PR standpoint, he, he t- I mean, he took. I don't know. I definitely don't know that this is the reason, but he took coworkers. Like he took the entire staff of Facebook to go see the movie when it came really? out. Yeah, that's weird. Also, mm-hmm. it's so funny that we learned the most embarrassing thing about Mark Zuckerberg because it's like there's so much shit that's come out. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Also, he's never taken a shit, so that's right. embarrassing. There is um, <laughs> there's the rumor I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> the one other What's anecdote from that New Yorker. So I think because it was such a smash and people loved it so much, he did kind of have to pivot and act like he liked the movie. Mm-hmm. There's so this awkward. one great anecdote in um, the New Yorker story before the movie comes out where Zuckerberg, I think around the time he and his now wife had started dating, they were in Spain um, and they both got sick and and I guess in whatever market they were in, they had bought the first season of The West Wing on DVD. Mm-hmm. Traveler's diarrhea. And they, right, they got diarrhea or whatever. And so they stayed in so bed. So poop. They stayed in bed and watched The West Wing the entire first season. And then they got the rest of the seasons and watched them. And it became one of his favorite shows. And so he loved Sorkin. So he loved Sorkin. This and he loved that he made after. him sound This is long before, before the social oh, network. Okay. So this reporter, you know, Zuckerberg tells him the story and then the reporter goes and asks Sorkin about it and Sorkin's like I wish you hadn't told me that I feel a lot worse the end of the story the end of the section in the story is the reporter goes and checks Zuckerberg's Facebook page a few days before publication and Zuckerberg had li- he used to like the West Wing on his page and then he oh it had God. been removed it. he had unliked oh the God. West Wing he is actually making um, me feel so embarrassed yeah I think this episode of loosely based is like really bad for his reputation <laughs> oh, we don't check it out okay so sean parker <laughs> yes uh-huh. did he have like so he did he control parts like was he a consultant per se on for facebook yeah an early investor did he like too. push out eduardo would you say? did, did sean parker push out showdown but he's gonna be like, I'm not a part of Facebook. It won't be like you're not a part of Facebook. You're not a part of Facebook. My name's on the masthead. You might want to check again. It's because I froze the account? You think we were gonna let you parade around in your ridiculous suits pretending you were running this company? Sorry! My Prada's at the cleaners! Along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebag! Security's here. You'll be leaving now? I'm not signing those papers. We will get the signature. Tell me this isn't about me getting into the Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I w- it would make a lot of sense that Sean Parker would push out Eduardo Severin. He had a huge financial stake to do that. Got it. I don't and know if all... the emotional dynamics were as like complicated it's or interesting okay. Honestly, as they are in the movie. How I portray them in the movie is I think they prove in the real life is how it's like each one of them is just trying to prove who has the bigger dick and they all have small dicks. And that's what we watched in this movie. Yeah. And that was like it was literally with the Winklevoss twins. I can't say the Winklevoss. <laughs> the Winklevoss twin. The Winklevi. Um their third, Devia. Devia? Devia. I Devia. think that Devia. Devia. SBD. But that's only because he hangs with I the, love that with, actor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but and like Zuckerberg, Sean Parker, and Eduardo. Like they're all like just being like, ugh, ugh. And you're like, stop. Yeah. That's how I watch yeah. the movie. 
And then it's like, I'm ready for my bone to pick. <laughs> Hit it. Okay, it's time to talk about Brenda's song and how she deserves more in this life. Mm. Oh. No, that's not. My <laughs> bone to pick is the character she's yeah. made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my guess is she's not real. Christy. Christy. I don't, yeah, I don't have, I don't. Definitely. It's because, like, you could just watch it and it's like, it shows that, like, in, a bu- in this movie where it's a bunch of men being gross to one another, it's being written, directed, and produced by a man who are also gross and trying to one-up. Christy, there was no reason. If she was fake, there's no reason to make her a crazy, angry girlfriend out of, like, being this, like, crazy person for no reason. Thank you. And it was, like, it was truly refreshing to watch because it added nothing to the story. It added nothing to Facebook's story. It was just, like, oh, Eduardo was having problems because his girlfriend's batshit wild. And she's, like... Yeah, no. it doesn't do much for, like, women. It, 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 <laughs> it really frustrated me watching this movie. Sorkin, as loved as he is, is is not is well-known for not being able to write women, like, yeah. at all. Yeah. And I watched this with my sister, who, like, thinks as highly of this movie as I do, and, like, loves The West Wing. Yeah. And we were just talking about, like, Brenda Song's ridiculous character. Then yeah. there are, like, two women playing, like... Like Rashida Go, Jones like, is the only strong woman, Erica, and that's I it. And it's no, Erica's this. Oh, Erica's strong. Erica's, You're right. I'm saying the two women like playing video games on the couch. Oh like, well, I mean, all the just, college parties or yeah. any party they went to was just. I mean, and naked I women. I understand like, that doing if body there were shots not that many women involved in the starting of Facebook, which is not surprising to yeah, me, like that they wouldn't like toss in a bunch of like female programmers if they weren't there but i sure as hell hope they weren't there because i didn't see them you know yeah it's like true that would be, yeah so it's like okay you feel the need you have to add a woman because yes there was no women and like so yeah. in your movie you need you want to add a, like a diverse more role and then you do that and all you do is just add a sh- Psychos, like you add yeah. the negative where it's like well it's yeah. better off if this person never existed because why is she just storming into his room lighting a house fire <laughs> and then like leaving and we're like, like oh. literally arson okay <laughs> yeah cool. i thought rashida jones's character was weird i i thought literally that she was only added to deliver the yeah. last line no you're sorry like 100 percent right. like yeah. only be yeah. to be like not you're not an, an asshole. asshole. You're just trying so hard. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, I also yeah. think since we're getting into like what this movie looks like in 2018, yeah, me and my sister also played this fun game that was like, like write down the lines of people of color uh, besides Brenda's song. Rashida Jones just like, is the other one, person of color that's in. No, there are some very. Oh, very it's the Harvard assistants yeah, person. Yeah. There's some very very background. Uh, black actors yeah that is one of my and notes is are there any black actors and then i remember and the, oh, rashida and the harvard president's assistant and the lines say. are erica is there a problem the second line the president's assistant <laughs> as, assistant as you were saying is yes sir and then there's a third person background black actor that says can i help you mm. <laughs> and those are like the three out Hate of like that. four lines delivered by black people in the movie. Other than Rashida. Other than Rashida Jones. Lines. And I'm assuming um, the movie like fails the Bechdel test spectacularly. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, I can't um, think of a scene where there are two women talking talk to, to each other. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's just, okay, do we all notice that Kevin Spacey is one of the producers of this movie? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. I literally tackled. <laughs> it came up on the front like <laughs> credits in the opening and I was like... <laughs> what like can i watch this anymore <laughs> no thank you and now it all makes sense yeah i mean it didn't have that much but why is kevin spacey attached to this it was his production company oh, okay. yeah okay there's a fantastic documentary about this movie exclusively on imdb called how did they ever make a movie of facebook uh, <laughs> horrible. It's it's about. really good. <laughs> it, it's, it's a really it's a really really good um, movie. I, there's some really big standout things. First of all, Fincher is like known for just doing so many takes. The fir- the first scene of the movie mm-hmm. where he's talking to Erica was 99 takes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, a general scene is probably like 
four to six takes mm. if you're like a normal director. God. They did that 99 <laughs> times. Come on, you don't have to study. You don't have to study. Let's just talk. I can't. Why? Because it is exhausting. Dating you is like dating a stairmaster. All I meant is that you're not likely to... Currently. I wasn't making a comment on your parents. I was just saying that you go to BU. I was stating a fact. That's all. And if it seemed rude, then of course I apologize. I have to go study. You don't have to study. Why do you keep saying I don't have to study? Because you go to BU. <laughs> so and crazy. And it with Sorkin's dialogue where you're like, ba 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 And he's like, ba 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 And, and the, you're like, ba And the second crazy fact about <laughs> that scene is that Sorkin's dialogue had that scene at about eight to eight to nine pages which is like which eight is, to nine minutes which is supposed to be eight to nine minutes but that scene is only like two minutes oh so that's God. how oh, that's how yeah. much dialogue that, said. that's like, how much dialogue that's that like crazy. Sorkin put in but just think about like I mean me and Corey have both been on TV or movie sets think about like like every time I've been on a set most of the people just like want to get it over with and like want to go home. Think yes. about like having to do 99 sit like takes, like holding the boom above, <laughs> above Rooney Mara. Hear being like him, be like, I think about the people in the background <laughs> oh, yeah, with the, the beer, the extras. The extras must have been like, yeah, they get paid hourly or not. Nah. But they don't get paid, get paid so much. Hourly. Yeah. But it's overtime. Anyways, okay, that's um, crazy. Two crazy people working okay. together. Then the other thing that is makes shocking. makes this documentary is shocking is they actually did cast two different actors to play the the yeah. Winklevide twins. So we have Army Hammer. We have Army Hammer and a guy named Josh Pence who just like hasn't really become famous. So they both get booked for this role and neither of them know <gasps> if they're what who they're playing like if if one's going to play one or if if one's going to play both you know i went in and actually auditioned with josh he was there with me when i read so i was under the impression that right, you know yeah. we were both just yeah. going to play one of the twins and they'd right. be fraternal so army yes josh pence how you doing initially the idea was that there might be one person playing both i'm old or they'd be fraternal identical we didn't know so when we came in we had to learn you know, 25 pages of the script as both characters. And Josh Pence ends up being a glorified stand-in, which is is what Corey was talking about. But he, like, acts every scene and is just replaced from the neck up and they replace his voice in every scene. It's but- this crazy process of, like, they, they put Army Hammer in this, like, crazy technology bubble at, like... He's got ping pong Looks balls on so his face. Yeah. So, okay, so it's not like how most movies, do, TV shows do this. It's where not it's like split. He stands yeah. in, like, uh, Army Hammer does the whole role as, give me one of their names, Cameron. Right. And Josh Pence is currently Tyler. Tyler. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, let's do another take. And Army changes clothes and does it as Tyler. And he does it as Cameron so we can just mash cut it so it's just two armies. Some of them are split screen, but some of them... It's Josh's body, and they just like superimpose the, the face. Isn't it mm. crazy that if in another world Josh Pence would have been in? Yeah, and we could call me by your by name. name. Call me by your name. Yeah, but well, okay. mm. that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> it's a really crazy. Process. I think that is the point. Now I got. I guess I can see why maybe they have to do that because if you're doing the whole body double where like now army has to do the same scenes again but from the different person yeah and this crazy director does a hundred takes per thing well then we're here till the cows come home like yeah. that's too fucking long all the way until then yeah <laughs> and it's like right one david fincher scene probably has like 30 or 40 different cuts in it right Got so it's it. like okay. every so yeah. i can see why they do it like is josh upset I think before we went in and read for Sorkin, my agent called and said that there was a possibility there was going to be this whole face replacement deal going on. And uh, I threw the phone through the wall and uh, started throwing up and crying. And <laughs> I actually, no, I, you know, I, I was happy to be a part of this regardless. His, his first talking head, he's like pretty broken up about it. <laughs> and then as it goes on, he's like, it's just like such a great experience to work with Fincher yeah. that like... I'm so, he doesn't say blessed, but like I'm so lucky to be. So blessed in this, to have my entire in this movie. self removed. But, <laughs> but I mean, this doc definitely makes you feel bad about Aww. it. There's also so much like David Fincher starstruckedness in this doc. Like everyone is just talking about how grateful they are to be 20 feet away from David Fincher. Does anyone feel better? 
I don't know who he is. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fight Club. If any of our listeners feel better because of that, you're You know Fight welcome. Club, though. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I know David Fincher. Okay, but you you know his products. they they do do split screen at points so army does end up acting out both parts and then josh pence with the dots on his face just has to go to like the other chair Hmm. it's very terrible it's tough (laughs) okay um what other big happening one of the things that i was most interested by is Andrew Garfield speaks with an American accent between yeah. takes, and that's kind of fun <laughs> to know. <laughs> like, just it's so he doesn't have to keep switching back and forth. That's fair. I know, but I never like thought about that, and is I think that's funny. He's, yeah, he's British, British American. Uh, I didn't know that. It throws me off every time I see an interview of him. He like grew up also kind of in but Los his Angeles, accent, but yeah, his, a- his accent, accent is, is very British. British. Yeah. And it throws me off every time I see an interview, but it's just always, like, yeah, of course. I always think he looks kind of dinky, but in this movie, I just loved him. Eduardo right? is very yeah. suave. That is something I wrote yeah. down but it, because I guess like it's I'd be maybe it's how he was in real life. But it's like Eduardo's one character trait in this movie is money. So he has to like, oh, of course, I'll wear a suit on a normal day to class. And I'm like, OK, I'm a little for it. Oh, I was all about Eduardo. Also, if I watched Jewish. with subtitles like Zuck calls him Wardo, which I might like throughout the movie calls him Wardo instead of Eduardo. And like you think like, oh, U-A-R-D-O. No, it's W-A-R-D-O. And I hated it every what? time it popped up. It was Wardo. That's a like, Wario. <laughs> um, Jesse Eisenberg and Andrew Garfield became really good friends. Uh, but. Before. But then like they were in such tense scenes that it was like really hard for their relationship, Aww. apparently. Huh. Um Mm. I'll be their friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess just like a plug to watch this on IMDb. It's incredibly interesting to see. <laughs> to see like there there were three weeks where they hashed out um, the whole script. Basically, it was like Fincher and Sorkin just like m- deciding if things make made sense with mm-hmm. with Eisenberg and um, Andrew and Andrew. Yeah. Um, Sorkin just like loves the line I'm CEO bitch he just like yeah. keeps coming back to it and I think that's really funny because uh, this is like does Zuck have uh, business cards yes that says, he yes. does no from before yes. this or from watching it I don't know that he does today but there were Sean Parker was like <laughs> that's a real thing yeah wait what yes that's like I said this movie is problem. all about man just trying to prove who is the bigger dick the other thing about that making of that's so great is you get to see david fincher time and time again like quibble with aaron sorkin's writing decisions mm-hmm. and kind of that's sand enough. down the sorkin-y parts of them yeah. which i think is what makes the dialogue so actually work in the end because it's not too it's like just the right amount of sorkin which is like sorkin talks yeah there and there are lines in that making of where Fincher's like you can't have him say that three times. That's just too on the nose, West Wing. Yeah, they took a couple I'm CEO bitches out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I'm just I think I would have liked cut, it more with more. Where it's like Eduardo comes back and he's like fighting, and it, like Zach just shouts out, "I'm CEO bitch." Like, I feel he like- ends the like lawsuit meeting. Uh, Rashida Jones, you're not an asshole. You're just trying to be. Goes, I'm CEO, bitch. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think that we could have done with either none, one, or like 25. You know, <laughs> but I think two was the absolute wrong number. Oh wow! All I right. think I, I'm. It's a knock on Fincher. That's more CEO, <laughs> bitches. Um, bringing us to casting. What ifs? Our first one. Shia LaBeouf turned down the role of Mark Zuckerberg. Wow! <laughs> really? This wow. could have been transformative for his career and maybe his life. Uh, that would be so fucking Also funny. considered <laughs> for Mark Zuckerberg, Andrew Garfield was originally asked to play him, but Fincher decided he's his he was too good at wearing his heart on his sleeve to, oh. to play mm, such an emotionally gu- guarded character. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and finally, Jonathan Groff auditioned for the role of Sean Parker. He is. I can see that, but yeah, I think JT encapsulates the role he, perfect because, like, he grew up like he's like a reason why Napster could be what it was, and like, yeah, that is he also funny. is like a young. Yeah, JT yeah. was the only person who met their actual person before filming, and oh, David hilarious. Fincher, uh, he forebode everyone else from meeting their real people. Got it. Why did Fincher tell the actors not to meet their real life 
He just wanted them to be like, I mean, it's again, he's like done that it's, in a lot yeah. of movies. He, he yeah. wanted them to like be character, like the characters on the page, not like not. Oh yeah, uh, an impression. Like a totally different movie. You don't want a documentary. You don't want like to write a script and then have your character meet them and be like, actually, I know better. You yeah. know. A quick look at the categories. Dana, did you cry for this Absolutely one? Absolutely not. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only cry for Brenda's song being horribly represented. Does anyone have a bone to pick that was not touched upon? Every no, dumb line. I did my bone to pick within this. Oh, I have my one. I think this was the dumbest line. Um, when they're in the club and Zuck is like getting asked a question, he's like looking at the sky and then he's like, sorry, I was looking at the architecture. I wanted to toss <laughs> my computer across the room. I was like, I've never heard. I, I think know. I wrote that one down too. Yeah, I was like, it was so for It was terrible. I've, I feel like though, that's like, got this nerd is my that's favorite. like one of the few lines in the movie though, that I feel like the actual Mark Zuckerberg could say in a conversation like that. Like every, like my big out. bone to pick is I like, I think Aaron Sorkin as talented as he is, I think it was such a cop out. You can't, I guess, make a movie about what actually motivates Mark Zuckerberg, which I think is like building stuff and coding stuff. It just like, I think it was a little bit lazy to make a movie where it was like a girl broke up with him. A girl broke up with mm. me. So I'm going to do it. Right. Cause it's just like easy. Cause you just, in the first five minutes, you know what that trope is and you know that you're going to kind of hate it the whole time. Mm. Um, I mean, I love the movie, but it's just like, mm. you know. I did not. You we haven't really discussed really? this. Really? Oh my god. Huh. I think it's because I got so annoyed with all of them being such horrible people. Hmm. I started zoning out. I was bored. I was like, ugh, like another gross person just came into this equation. What worse could we do? And it's just like, mm. that's how I felt. Being bored in this movie makes no sense to me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't think that everyone should like absolutely love it. Time for the glam up. Glam, glam up. <laughs> glam up is our category where we decide if the actor that portrayed the real person gave them a improvement. Uh, is okay. it better or is it worse? Oh, both hotness okay. and then just general. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So Eduardo Saverin, glam up. Okay, we're playing face mash right now. I just want everyone <laughs> to know. This. You look at Ed, the real Eduardo Saverin and Andrew Garfield, and we're all like, Andrew Garfield, hot. <laughs> Sorry, Eduardo. <laughs> Um, I feel like this will be a pretty easy. Yeah. I think Zuck got glammed up. Be- I think so too. I think everyone because he's so up awkward. And yeah. this, this guy like he's like, a robo douche. I but bet a real- bunch of people, like a bunch of dudes, were like, "Wow, that's a really cool because like yeah. the thing is, I think everyone gets glammed up because they're all talking like Sorkin. So it's yeah. like when someone throws an insult, oh, it's an insult, and you're yeah. like, oh, like he's an asshole in this yeah. so much, and he could be an asshole in real. He is an asshole in real life. But he's not like, yeah, you're right. I'm bo- like, you don't need my time. This is this. This is that. And that's why I don't want to answer your question. You're like, oh, OK. I'm going to disagree. I think Zuck got glammed down. Why we have a gl- Zuck stand right here. Zuck 2020. Yeah. <laughs> why is this? I just think real life. I think real life Zuck just actually strikes me as like a happy, well-adjusted dude who who like owns a morally questionable operation. But like watch some videos of real life Zuck. It's kind of like how I feel, again, when I watch Vines of Jeb Bush. I think yeah, for right. the general part, everyone's going to be glammed up because they're Besides talking. maybe Sean Parker. Yeah, I, I was about looked- to say, Sean Parker, like, not that, I know you think JT looked good, but, like, his personality <laughs> was, like, truly so foul Gross. to me that yeah. I was yeah. just no, like, ew, fair. get off. I, like, every time he was on the screen, I was, like, trying to, like, erase him. Got so- okay, so in this movie, when the Winklevoss twins go to England to just to bring the only plot point that Facebook has gone international. Um, we meet Prince Albert. And if we want to connect all these podcasts, because we all live within one universe, AKA all these stories are based in the real world. So everything <laughs> can be connected because we are the same universe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What idea did I just have there? Anyways, <sighs> Prince Albert, uh, the Winklevoss twins are introduced to Prince Albert. And if we remember Prince Albert is no. not shown in the, Cool runnings, but in the true story about the Jamaican bobsled team, it is Prince Albert who helps fund mm. and bring the Jamaican team to the Winter Olympics. I, I thought he and was the one that convinced the committee to mm-hmm. let them go. I think it's a little bit legend. of legend. Huge shout out to Prince yeah, Albert so of Monica. As I wrote in my notes, he's a loosely based legend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
We have not talked about the score at all, which is iconic and won an Oscar. Our guest historian knows the score very well, so to close us out, we're going to name scenes, and he's going to try to <laughs> do the score at that point. Mm. The club music that is too loud. That is too loud. <laughs> I really just, I don't actually know that many scenes. I can do... The I, intro scene where we meet Erica Albright. Can I turn the effects up on this? Oh, no, maybe not. Oh, bum, 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 the, bum, the, bum. The, the rowing, the rowing scene. Okay, the I was waiting for you to ask about the rowing scene. I was like, wait, isn't this an other Thank you for listening to We love you. We love you, and we'll see you next time. The theme music for this episode was made by Dan and Keller. The podcast artwork was done by Caroline Morrison. We are produced by Courtney Cassell, Jacob Greenberg, and Sam Kahn. And a big special thanks to Donald Whalen. If you enjoy Loosely Based, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps. If you would like to advertise anything at all, suggest a movie, or just say hey, message one of the hosts or send an email to looselybasedpod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week talking about Miracle. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you then. Thank you.